Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey man, I once again salute everybody with the blessed words of grace, mercy, and peace. Uh, and to piggyback this morning on about unlocking the prophetic DNA. Uh, there's some prophetic nuggets that I want to release, but as what has gone forward before me, uh, it began to bring back a couple other things that the Lord placed in my spirit to speak to uh, a people that are seeking about the prophetic. Because, number one, uh, hinging on what the woman of God has said, many of us have to know who we are and how we see ourselves. You know, if I could take a, a, a piece of a scripture from Proverbs 23.7, even though Proverbs 23 uh, begins to talk about the greedy in its context, but I want to grab a, a, a snippet, if I could be prophetic to the people here, where it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So many of us have to question right now, if we're looking for the DNA of God to be the prophets that we are, how do we see ourselves, or what do we think of ourselves as? Uh, if we're going to move into the pro- pro- prophetic, then we have to see ourselves and think of ourselves as that. Once again, jumping and bagging up the woman of God, uh, Jesus said in John 10:34, "Is it not written that ye are gods?" And Scripture can't be broken. He identifies us once again to bag up. Uh, what has already been said in Genesis about our original purpose, our destiny, that we all have the identity and came from the fabric of the God that we speak of that speaks things into existence. We have the power of voice. So, so in that, when I began to understand this, I first got to foundationalize myself. If I'm going to be a prophet or if I'm going to speak as a prophet, then I first got to see myself godly. I got to know that that's part of my original DNA that makes me a prophet because see we've got to be prophetic not pathetic in this season I hope somebody heard me right there we have to be prophetic not pathetic and in order to be real in the prophet I first got to foundationalize myself in a God man or a God woman identity okay uh, uh, same turn as I said here in John 10:34. Christ foundationalizes that scripture off of Psalms 82.6 that calls you a God, little g, and the children of the Most High. Meaning, I can't get this thing twisted. I can't get it out of context of what identity of God I am. I'm a piece of Him, but I'm not the big God. So, when I understand about being a piece of Him or a little version of Him in the earth realm, now, it begins to cause me to be able to move forward in the identities or the manifestations of who he is in the earth. Which now, one, as we say, fivefold ministry, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. These become the fivefold dimensions of his identity in the earth realm that he begins to cause us to manifest in, in our physicality. Okay, so so now 
I begin to move into the thing of saying, what is the prophet now? What is the face of the prophet as they represent God? For those that know anything about the dialects and the translations that the word comes from, in the Old Testament, the prophet comes from the Hebrew word, Nidi. New Testament comes from the Greek word, Prophetes. Both of them, however means an inspired spokesman or uh, 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 an, an inspired foreteller on God's behalf. So now watch this. Not only do we have to understand and first accept and walk into godly identity, but in the same turn, when we take on the mantle of fivefold function in the earth realm, such as a prophet, you're supposed to be inspired or on fire. Meaning you can't be rooty poop when you're really getting into something to represent God. Amen. A lot of people want to pull the names and the identities of the Word of God and attach it to themselves, but they don't want to live up to the identity. And see, understand by Scripture, even when it came to the men of God, that their names were changed by God, their names spoke to something they were destined to do or something they had accomplished. Amen. If I, if I, if I can really get to some Bible readers that's listening right now, Abram means father. Abraham means father of many nations. Okay, so his name associated with what he was destined to do. If I'm going to be in the prophetic, then I'm destined to be on fire and, and have zeal and be inspired with what I speak on God's behalf. See, this should be unlocking some things for some people that are listening because, you know, if, if you're really going to chase after this thing, you, you, you can't, as we used to say, shack up with the prophetic. You have to marry the prophetic. You have to take the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent that goes along with it in order to endorse your identity as you walk into the earth realm. Amen? So, so with, that, with that being said... Uh, this morning, now it, it, it brings me into the, there's three prophetic nuggets that the Lord laid on my heart this morning as part of this uh, conference to bestow on those who are listening. Amen. And if, if any of you have the word of the Lord with you, I would like for you for the first nugget I want to give, turn with me to Genesis 41. Verse 14 through 16. Genesis 41, verse 14 through 16. And I, I'll read this to you from the standard King James. And it says, Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream. And there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou can understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Now, as I read that and place that in your hearing this morning, what I want to key on is this nugget. As a prophet, we have to be prepared uh, for prophetic presentation. Prepared for prophetic presentation. 
Now, for those that are trying to gather what I'm trying to deposit in you this morning, when you go back and look at this text, for those that are Bible readers, we know Joseph was a prophet on God's behalf. Amen. And he had been imprisoned. However, what's very interesting is as they hastily went to bring Joseph before Pharaoh, Joseph shaved and changed his attire. Now, under the custom of the Hebrews, it was a disgrace to be shaven. However, under Egyptian culture, it was a disgrace not to be shaven. So, so watch what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to give you. God, for us as prophets and prophetesses, we have to be prepared to look the look of the prophet and be able to adjust to the environment that we need to prophesy in. Because some people are not receptive of everybody being rooty pooped as the prophet that comes into the environment. Amen. Sometimes we have to make a shift in order to get the greater good accomplished as the mouthpiece of God. And believe it or not, sometimes if we're not ready to shift and move on what God has called us to do when we walk and identify ourselves as the prophet, as the prophet by mouth, God will sometimes force you to go into the identity of where you're being sent. If that's not so, those that have read the Bible, when you go back and look at Jonah, some people have missed this, uh, prophets, but uh, uh, when you go back and look at Jonah, if we remember, Jonah came out the belly of a fish, amen? However, some people miss the fact that the Ninevites that he was being sent to worshipped fish. They worshipped the fish god, Dagon. So, how powerful it is that God would bring his prophet out of the mouth of what they worshipped. So that, 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 that shows me that God will have us to shift to some things that people can identify with, especially in our prophetic identity, in order for us to make impact in that place, to make change. See, a lot of people uh, uh, get killed out on the prophetic with their DNA because they allow their identity to lie dormant or not allow it to transition as needed. Because just as the prophet said here earlier, you know, the things with the prophet, some things are difficult. It, 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 it comes at a difficult time and a difficult place, but in the same turn, we're not one that, that, that cry and take our stick and ball and run home just because the situation doesn't fit us as the prophet. We, the prophet, fit the situation. Uh, yeah, I hope somebody heard me. We don't, uh, 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 we don't have to, to, to uh, uh, make the situation fit us. We fit the situation in order to convert the situation to fit God. So, that, 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 that brings us to understand we have to be prepared once we've got our identity through our DNA of being able to present ourselves the right way as the prophet when it comes to who God is sending us to. Second point that I want to bring to your attention is that we must be godly and accountable to receive the secret things of God. For those of you that still have the word of the Lord, would you turn with me to the book of Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. In this verse, uh, many people that know me very well, I love it because 
over the years, this is the verse that defines me as to who I am to the body of Christ. But in Deuteronomy 29, 29, the scripture declares, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Alright, now, if I can key in on something to bring it to your attention, it says the secret things. The word secret there is from the Hebrew word kathar, which means concealed. Alright, so the word tells me that the concealed or the hidden things of God only belong to God. But those revealed to you belong to you as well as the generations that's connected to you. So watch this. Understand as prophetic people, revelation is not hid from us. It's actually hid for us. As a prophet, we have to understand that the revelations or the oracles or the secret things of God are only things that are hidden for you to find. Prophetic people, God speaks to us present, past, and future. But we also have encoded in our DNA the will to know. The will to know. The will to know. I, I, I'm saying something that I know somebody is gravitating to right now. The will to know. When we have desire and the will to know of operating in godliness, then God begins to see you looking like him. As a prophet, we should be one of the main ones that God looks at and says, you look just like me. Because the scripture said right there, the secret things of God belong to God, but those he reveals to you. Meaning, now he sees you like him. He now feels comfortable that he can trust you with knowing the hidden things of himself. See, a prophet has to spend a lot of time, uh, and it's part of your DNA with prayer and supplication, that you spend time before God, that now he can talk to you and share some things. Bottom line, you got to be willing to court God when folks ain't. you got to be willing to date God when folks ain't. you got to be willing to go into the secret chamber with God when folks ain't. you got to be willing to go behind the veil when folks ain't. you got to be willing to separate yourself and put yourself on a higher state uh, 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 of respect and honor and glory in God when folks ain't. So, so in that God begins to reveal to you but now we have to understand this too. As the prophet as those walking in a prophetic identity on God's behalf we are also accountable for those that are connected to us. Right there in the verse it, it, it declares that uh, uh, the things which are revealed to us belong to us and to our children forever. Some of us have biological children and families that we download what God has given us in our, our, our prophetic mantle. But in the same turn, some of us have spiritual children. We've got spiritual family that we're connected to. So generations begin to extend who God has made you to be in the prophetic in order to manifest in everybody else that connects up with you. So now, that means we have to uh, uh, perpetuate relationship. Prophets have to understand about perpetuating relationship, not only with God, but turning and doing the same thing with those that are connected to them. 
Because see, understand, fathers choose sons, sons don't choose fathers. So in that, the prophet becomes the one that operates in the identity on the father's behalf as the mouthpiece in the earth realm that's tangible for people to touch that have not gotten a real relationship with him, but they bring them back into connection to bring them into the place that now that they can they can operate in the same same vein, in the same voice, under the same power for God. So, with that, it brings me to the third point that I wanted to release this morning, is that we prophetically are called to be gatekeepers. Amen? For those that still have the word of the Lord in front of them, turn with me to the book of Amos. In Amos chapter 3, verse 7, the word declares, Surely... The Lord God will do nothing, but He reveals His secrets. Once again, there's that word secret again. Unto His servants, the prophets. So, as my third nugget, as I said, that we're called to be gatekeepers. Some of us have to understand that when I unlock my prophetic DNA, I understand my identity as a God-man or a God-woman in the earth realm, I'm also responsible to be on guard duty on his behalf. Now, some are listening and saying, well, I don't know nothing about guard duty. Well, some, some do because you, you, you've done it military-wise. Some of them have done it in their professions. But what, what, I, what I got to get you to understand about this thing with the prophetic, we are always called to be one that is a gatekeeper of what is released and what is not. God has limited himself by this scripture that he don't do nothing in the earth unless he tells somebody. Well, who's, who's, who's in the camp where you're at that's eligible to be told the secret thing that God is about to do? God has to have somebody that qualifies that, i.e., as we say, can keep the war plans and in the same term release what needs to be released in order to cause things to happen. If anybody that's on the conference line is familiar with the military, generals don't tell all the war plans to everybody. They have key leaders that pass down specific pieces of information in order to get certain things accomplished to meet the big mission. So what happens is we have to understand as the prophet, we have to be in balance that as things are given to us, there's only certain things that we're required to release to certain folks to make certain things happen. Because, see, we don't need to give the adversary the advantage because of what we know in God in order to debacle the plan. Uh, and I hope, hope somebody's still listening right now. God needs us to be good managers of what he speaks to us, for us, to help us and bless us and bring people into a place of relationship with him. It is very hinging that we understand our DNA, our godly identity, and our voice as the prophet, and understand that, that we, we, we become the gatekeepers. Because if I can just digress for a moment and go right back to this same verse, the word secret thing that's used here uh, is from the Hebrew word cod, C-O-W-D. What's interesting about it is it means intimate consultation. 
So, if God is going to trust me, as I said here previously in Deuteronomy 29, 29, if He's going to trust me with some secret things, why do we think, uh, uh, if we're going to be in a prophetic mantle, does He trust us other than the fact that we've been intimate with Him? If we're going to be prophetic in this hour, then there, there requires some things of intimacy. As I was on a roll here a moment ago about some of the things that you're going to be required to do that everybody else ain't going to do. How do you think you get into an intimate chamber with somebody unless you've done above and beyond? Folks that's married on the line uh, uh, will understand what I'm saying. There's certain things that we did to win the other. There's certain things, uh, prices that we paid in order to be in the final relationship that we are or covenant with who we have in our life. So in the same turn, God is going to have to require some of us as gatekeepers to do certain things in order for us to get into a place that he can talk to us and share some of his secrets. And those secrets come from, watch this, intimate moments with him. The prophet should be one of the main ones in the earth realm that can tell folks about intimacy. I hope somebody heard me there. The prophet should be one of the main ones in the earth realm that knows something about intimacy. They should be the main ones moving in the earth realm that know about courting God. They should be the main ones in the earth realm that know how to keep the key pieces of a conversation uh, 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 close to their heart, close to their bosom, so that they can regurgitate. Amen? They should be the main people that operate in the earth realm as a godly tape recorder. Because everything that God speaks, they hold dear to themselves and regurgitate it on, on, a, on a call or a snap of a finger. Because uh, without that, the prophet becomes uh, 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 dull and of no effect if they cannot be in a place that they're prepared to regurgitate the accuracy of what God releases to them within their spirit in order to bless and move people into the same place, the same movement of identity identity in the earth realm. Amen. So uh, these were the points, amen, I'm, uh, I'm going to be obedient unto time this morning, but these were some of the things that I just wanted to chime in this morning and share with the body of Christ that was willing to listen on prophetic DNA. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 